Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. My guest is uh, Suzanne Safi-Siebert. She's the chairwoman and founder of Good Science Beauty. Suzanne, how are you? I'm good, Richard. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, tell me about uh, Good Science Beauty. What's the premise of the company? So, uh, Good Science Beauty is not just a beauty company. To me, it's a tech company. My team and I are always working on new idea, new technology, and I want Good Science Beauty to be a bit like Apple company and launch product with new technology even every year, if it makes sense. And okay. uh, usually, as I'm sure you are aware, most companies, they have one uh, technology and some products and that is stay forever. Uh, I would like to see Good Science Beauty very different. Um, although, mm. you know, when it, to me, most companies in cosmetic sector have dozens of products in various sizes and formats, and most of these products do pretty much the same thing. Mm. I think Good Science Beauty is different. We go for fewer products, but each product has a specific purpose and technology that makes it really work. What would you say is the uh, the difference with you know your face creams or other products? Why are they different or maybe more effective than than what other companies might make? So to me, is the technology make it different, not the active. It's a good science beauty to me. The core technology behind the good science beauty, which is a patented drug delivery technology. Uh, it makes us different compared to everything else in the market. Okay, um, I know it's probably proprietary, but what can you say about your technology? Is there anything that you can say at a high level that would let people know that it's different from what other uh, companies have out there? Sure. So uh, our patented drug delivery technology is based on the uh, elemental silicon lipid and amino acid. We call it good silicon plus. Just wanted to make a clear point here as we are not talking about silicon, which is the artificial polymer and it's got a bad name actually in skincare. The silicon that we use is a naturally occurring element. It's the same element that you use in microprocessor. It's the same okay. silicon that has powered the IT revolution, actually. Right. I always say silicon has revolutionized work and entertainment. Now it's going to revolutionize healthcare and beauty. So yeah, I've heard that um, a lot of uh, products, at least in the U.S., that's the only place I know, are very similar because of regulations. Like they only allow you to have a very limited range of things in them. So that kind of makes them, you know, all the same except for the marketing of them. Are you able, are you marketing in a different space where you can use different uh, items in the product? Or how do you how do you navigate that space like that? So uh, let me tell you why uh, I see uh, a mass 
perspective different here because as I said earlier, Richard, it's not so much about the ingredients. It's really about how you use and how you deliver uh, these ingredients in the right. So this is why the technology play a massive role for success and failure of the finished product. The technology we have uh, give us that success because it's allowed to deliver an active. This could be a large molecule, could be a small molecule. Uh, we can tailor-made the active deliver into the skin in the right amount and act as a depot, so control release. With the reducing the amount of the active, still bringing the efficacy. So the whole idea of the good science beauty is about taking active, deliver active, target the area required rather than using either large amount of the active, create toxicity, put the product in a zone of the safety compromise, or, uh, you know, as you just mentioned, due to the regulatory and, uh, you know, um, FDA, they forced to use a small amount of the ingredient, but if you're not able to deliver, then there is no effect. So it's all about technology rather than just API or the ingredient you use. The combination is the key to success. Okay. What are some of the failures you see of of, of creams and products right now? You said that um, they may have too much of the active ingredient at one spot, and instead of benefiting the skin, it makes a toxic environment, or you may lose most of the active ingredient shortly after you put it on, so it's ineffective. I mean, what are... What do you see as the problems with uh, current skincare? So uh, let me, for example, uh, give you an example of one of our products, Purifying Face Cream. That's actually our first product. This is designed to fight breakout and other skin damage effects of pollution. It, if hmm. you look at the product, this product has very ordinary ingredients. There is nothing as, you know, we discover the new molecule or we identify something nobody else is aware of it. It's a simple willow bark salicylic acid, which acts as an antimicrobial. And when you look at our clinical data and all the customers using our product, what they see the difference between our product and other product claiming anti-blemish and purifier is doesn't dry the skin. The skin is very moist. It gets rid of the skin blemish, but at the same time, look after the skin. So why this happening with our technology? Because we're able to target the area skin required to repair without compromising the whole skin through using, let's say, for example, sulfur, which drying your skin. Yes, it gets rid of your spot, but the skin becomes completely dry, and drying the skin is aging the skin. So that's the one example for a very simple product, which is becoming a star for us, because everyone using it, they said, 
oh, I feel really my skin is soft. I uh, don't have that blemish. The spot is gone. But I didn't compromise, and my skin still has that plumping, that, uh, you know, rejuvenate. But I treat my uh, spot without compromising the other uh, part, if it makes sense. Okay, I got you. I mean, you're, you know, first of all, you're talking to a guy and not a girl, and I wash my my <laughs> face with soap. I use soap on my face and my hair, and my wife's horrified. But uh, yeah, at least I can appreciate a little bit of what what women do to keep their skin looking good. <laughs> <laughs> and and imagine, uh, Richard, you are talking to a scientist who never entire my life. Uh, could think, you know, I will actually produce product for a skincare. But it was amazing when we start with the technology, we realize, you know, how much we can make a difference in skincare products. So originally, the technology wasn't even designed for, you know, cosmetic and skincare. It was as it is now, the parent company, SISAF. It was all, we are working on the area like Alzheimer, we are working on the skin diseases, even cancer, and a lot of other projects. But we realize when you are working on the dermal area, the technology could be also a new arrival in the skincare area. So believe me, I'm also like yourself, never thought about that, but here we are. What got you into working on skincare? You said you were a scientist and working in other areas. What was the moment in which you decided to change and why? It's not change. It's, uh, you know, it's really still, uh, we are, uh, as you may know, SciSAP is Good Science Beauty's parent company. We developing and still in the uh, you know a lot of uh, number of healthcare application based on our technology. Most of them uh, on dermatological application and the good science beauty is really a extension of what we are doing on prescription and OTC. And we realize although the skin and all the product people they use perhaps not life-threatening diseases, but there are a lot of emotional involved. The teenager with the spot uh, is not cancer, but they really go through a lot of emotional time. And if you are offering a technology which able to overcome this problem without creating another problem, don't forget. A lot of teenagers taking antibiotics, for example, for acne, for a lot of, uh, you know, uh, time for simple spots, or they take a lot of product, which create a lot of problem in their long lifetime. If you are able to create, which we believe we have done it, a safe product, then you're making changes in life of people. As I said, it's not a matter of life and death, but it's a very emotional journey for so many people with acne, blemish. Makes sense. Okay. Well, those are all mm-hmm. good reasons. So what, uh, what are the main products of Good Science Beauty that use your special formulation? 
and what are their uses? So good science beauty is uh, using our technology for all their products. As I said, we are not producing hundreds and hundreds. We are very, you know, uh, particular for what we bring to market. At the moment, we do the purifier, which is anti-blemish. We are now bringing hydration, and also we are bringing uh, skin brightening and firming. And later on, uh, 2018, at the last month or two, or 2019, they are looking for sun cream, which is a major problem with so many people, especially with uh, skin cancer. You not using a proper sun cream, you will face a lot of a skin problem. You mean um, sun cream? I, I only know about uh, like suntan lotion. Or is it something different? No, the sunscreen is really, you know, especially oh, with sunscreen. the... Oh, okay. sunscreen, yeah, okay. Sorry. So. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's interesting. Um, sunscreen, I thought it's, its only purpose is just to block the sun, but are there other uh, benefits to using the right one? Sure. Use that one, Richard, and you go uh, into the water, you come, most of them is gone. You, uh, What you assume you are protected, you are no more protected. That's number one. Mm. And as an adult, you may, you know, uh, be careful, And but children, they go and you put the sunscreen on them. They go in the water or outside. They really not protected uh, as you assume in the morning when you send them out. You need the technology which actually able to stain the skin and protect them. But at the same time, one of the major uh, interests for good science beauty is ability to also not block vitamin D3. So the technology is actually combining the protection, longer protection, as well as able to deliver the D3 into the skin because that's where you actually get your D3, through sun. Mm. I didn't realize that. So the wrong sunscreen, it may protect you for a little while, but then it comes off pretty easily and it'll block the oh, production absolutely. of D3. Oh, absolutely. This is one of the things, as I said, it's dangerous for everybody, but especially for children. Uh, you know, the sunscreen you put, it uh, can be washed, can uh, actually remove, and the worst things uh, is you assume you still have it and you are protected. Hmm. Okay. What about um, some of the other products? What are the pros and cons that you've seen of the right product versus the wrong one? To me, it's really, uh, you know, I should say in recent years, the big trend in the skincare has been focused on natural ingredients. I'm sure you heard about everything now is natural, organic, it's, uh, you know, good to use, is uh, great. To me, most of this is just marketing waffle. As a scientist, I actually believe the natural ingredients are not necessarily healthier than synthetic chemicals. On the contrary, there are many natural ingredients that are bad for your skin and many chemicals are purer and safer than natural ingredients. So one of the things I'm very much uh, unhappy to hear is all those products by claiming just because they are natural is right and safe. 
I have nothing against natural products, don't get me wrong. I just believe, uh, we, you know, I don't take safety for granted just because you say it's natural. Each product should well, can, show, for, uh, first yeah, I can of give all, you one analogy. Safe. I can give you one analogy. I know with, um, with thyroid medicine, for instance, they have like Synthroid, which is the purest thyroid hormone, and then they have um, other ones that are made up of like ground up pig liver or something or pig thyroids, and those, you know, are more natural, but they could cause problems because they're not the pure formulation of the hormone that some people need, just as an example. So I understand what you Fantastic. mean. Fantastic. Fantastic. And uh, as I said, you know, I have nothing against natural, but don't use that word as we are now, as I said recently, I can hear it every single uh, add every product in the market or, you know, oh, it's natural, so that's fine to use it and it's safe. Don't worry. Uh, how is possible? The Taxol is a natural, uh, you know, is a cytotoxic drug. It's coming from natural product. So point is, as you just flag also, uh, you know, just because it's natural, it's actually not safe. Sometimes purify chemical material with the right amount and correct dosage is safer to use than natural. What about um, probiotics? I heard I one company that makes probiotics for skin. Well, for skin, I've heard one company supposedly that has probiotics for skin. Have you heard about anything about that? Well, I love probiotics as, you know, in the whole area of the probiotics. Questions uh, would be, how you uh, stabilize probiotics. Probiotics is very unstable. It's like any other, uh, you know, compound. When you lose the stability, you lose the effect of the active. So is uh, what they are saying, even put that probiotic in the yogurt and have that yogurt is helping you. The probiotic in the yogurt or in the skin if it's no more active, there is no effect. So in in principle, probiotic is great. How did you stabilize that probiotic to stay mm. effective when you put it on your skin? That's the question. Okay, makes sense. So what's uh, what's ahead for the next year? You mentioned a little bit of what you're working on, but what are what's the new products and formulations that are coming in the next year for Good Science Beauty? So we are really, you know, uh, our interest is hydration. We really keen to bring, and uh, we are working on the, you know, bringing the well hyaluronic acid. I'm sure you heard of that compound ingredient. It's a great hydration for a skin. A major problem with this substance is a very large molecule, and although improve skin hydration. There is enzymes which actually uh, inhibit the prolonged effect of that on the skin. So our new formulation with our technology is a combination of the hyaluronic and another ingredient. And the synergy between these two allow the long effect of hydration using hyaluronic acid. So that's one of our products is coming to market in the next few months. The other one is mainly for skin brightening and uh, tuning the skin. And that's again, is a combination of two ingredients in our technology for 
uh, whitening the skin or what we call brightening the skin. And of course, uh, as I mentioned to you, sunscreen. Okay. Is there anything new? I mean, this is a bad joke, but it's true. Is there anything new under the sun, literally, in the skincare world that uh, you're excited about or that is coming? Or is it really improving what's out there and making it more effective? Well, this is what we do, Richard. We're not creating a, a you know, API. We actually working with what already in the research or in the market is already approved by regulatory as an API and has a clear effect by making it work better. So for us, a major activity of us to improve performance of the current available uh, API. And that's what we do. We're not creating any new drug or any new, uh, you know, API or active. So in, uh, it is our belief there are a lot of good active ingredients around. They just having a fundamental problem, such as, as we just said, stability. There are compounds like Q10, give you an example, has a problem of the solubility. Hyaluronic acid is a large molecule. If all these compounds, you have a technology to overcome the fundamental problems they have, you have a very good product, and that's what we do. We focus on what is already available and make the product safe and make the product work better. What's the uh, best way to get in touch with you to find out more about Good Science Beauty and the various products and even maybe to try them out if people are interested? Oh, uh, we would be delighted to send to you some. I know you said you don't use <laughs> those creams, but we would be delighted to send it to you and uh, just, you know, uh, try it. And uh, we have a website, is Good Science Beauty website. I can send you the all link and information. And that's where we updating on a regular basis our uh, product arrival and our mindset, what we thinking about this product, why we think the combination and hybrid of these two work better. So that website, the way we designed, and it will be more actually two-way communication so the client can put their comments, even come with the suggestion they use some active, they love that active, but that active has this and that side effect, and they can always reach to us. And we will work with the compound which people actually using, and they are happy with it. And uh, they think, you know, if it's not drawing their skin, does uh, the job. So we will work on that. If we can improve the uh, active is already, you know, doing the job to make it better. So that's what we are really uh, trying to uh, organize the good science beauty. It's not a one-way interaction. It's uh, clients to us, customers to us, and we back to them. Okay. Well, very good. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, what new products or alterations you guys are coming out with. So thank you very much. Richard, many, many thanks for taking time talking to me. And 
please, uh, you know, uh, stay in touch. And of course, we will let you know uh, every time we have some new product. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.